0: All right. Welcome to the diving pod. This is Heath Calhoun. And I am Aaron Rooney. And this podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout. As you guys know, Division One Championships just wrapped up this weekend. And as I was watching the pool over there at Georgia Tech, uh, I noticed the big board behind the divers, especially during the platform contest, that Cooper was going up to watch his dive. And, of course, he was watching it on Poolside Live. So they clearly have that set up. Down there, and it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's the best system you can get your hands on. So make sure you get over to sidelinescout.com, check out the poolside live packages, and it's absolutely the best money you'll ever spend.
1: On another note, um, as we mentioned in the previous episode, we just got back from Moss, Car- Moss Farms Diving Clinic. Um, if there are coaches listening that would like us to mention their camps or clinics in the future, just reach out to us on social media at the Diving Pod or our Gmail account, which is the Diving Pod at Gmail. So on that note, we do have um, a new diving club that is popping up in Wisconsin. You can go to WisconsinDiveClub.com, and uh, that's run by Yahya Radman. And it looks like that website up there is really, really user-friendly. And check it out if you're in that area. There's going to be a new club up that way, and check it out. It looks awesome, and you'll get to dive in that brand-new facility. Um, As I mentioned, we do have information – Um, on our link tree about Clarion's Diving Camps, which will be coached by me and some other people along the way. But coaches, if you want your camps and clinics um, brought up on here, just reach out to us and we can go through the process to figure out how to advertise that properly for you. So uh, why don't you let our listeners know what we're going to talk about tonight, Aaron?
0: Yeah, so tonight is all about the ladies from Division 1. We're going to go over the 1 meter, the 3 meter, and the tower performances. Heath and I were actually together while we were watching this Uh, at Moss Farms. It was super fun to uh, just kind of watch diving together after a full day of diving at the pool. So it was just a a trip full of diving and we never stopped. It was you know from 6 a.m. until we went to bed at probably 10 p.m. every day. It was awesome. Yes,
1: very fun. So um, we're going to get started on Women's One Meter. I'll kind of run us through the results and we'll just do our takeaways like we have been. Um, I do have to give a special shout out to John Fox. We actually got to watch a lot of women's one meter with John, which was really, really fun to uh, have him sit there and talk with us about kind of some of the stuff we were seeing. So, in first place, your national champion is Mia Valle from Miami, Florida, the Hurricanes, with a 365.75. We will go more in depth on her list. Uh, in second place, I think probably was the favorite going in, Miss Sarah Bacon, uh, with a 356.60. In third from UNC, Aranza with a th- 354.75. From Texas, in fourth, Haley Hernandez, 348.50. Delaney Schnell from Arizona with a 339.05. Margo Omira from Duke, another freshman in the top eight here with a 322.75. Maha Amir from Florida with a 316.70. And rounding out the top eight, Taryn Gillen from Indiana. With a two ninety three nine zero, so um, you know, Aaron, I'll let you kind of take it away. What were your takeaways here? And if you want me to click on anything, just let me know.
0: Yeah, uh, this was totally a meet for me that was uh, pretty versus power. You have Mia and Sarah at the top on very different strategies. Mia has a really big list, doing inward two and a half, doing reverse two and a half. So she had a lot of DD. Whereas Sarah is a tactician with cleanliness and uh just it it was one of those finals where mia was on fire and she hit all those big dives and it was really it was it was her event it was really impressive to see her hit those big dives and sarah dove extremely well didn't have a single dive under 50 points with a little bit lower degree of difficulty still able to compete for that national title but at the end it was just you know, there was so much DD from Mia and the fact that she just really didn't miss anything. That's what degree of difficulty does for you. And then, you know, you look at the third and fourth place, it's the same situation. You have Aranza from North Carolina and then Haley Hernandez from Texas. Haley doesn't do the biggest dives. We've said that before on the podcast and Aranza's is doing some really big dives. So same kind of thing. It's really cool. Really interesting to see both of those strategies play out. And um, I was I was just it was fun to watch. It was really fun to watch. Uh Delaney Schnell in fifth, she came in, I believe she qualified first. So uh just had a couple of missteps, I guess, in the finals. But you know, we're looking at her list now, it's not like she dove poorly. Um, everybody else just kind of upped their level, and it was it was really fun to watch. And I love watching the women's one meter, it's always a, a battle of you know, who's going to do the best list. And it's fun to see these girls doing different lists in division two. All the lists look very, very similar. Whereas these girls, they, they have some different lists and it's really fun to see those strategies play out.
1: Yeah. I think you, you touched on it all really, really well. I think, um, some takeaways for me, it was really cool. seeing two first years, Haley and Margo in the top eight there, I think we'll keep seeing those names quite a lot in the next three years. Um, but you know, I always talk somewhat with our athletes and sometimes the other person's just better. And I think on that night, um, cause if I actually, if, uh, my memory serves me right, Mia was the last one in Mia dove first, which means she qualified in eighth place. Okay. Um, yep. so, so when I sit back and look at this, like she got to dive first and she was just on and it was from her second dive. She started with him One one and a half pike. Then she went to inward two and a half and you and I were sitting there and we're like, Oh my goodness. Like she crushed the dive and had a 60 point dive with her second dive. So um, like you said, it wasn't like Sarah dove poorly. Mia was just on and she had those extra tenths of degree of difficulty, which makes up that 9.15 points. Um, You know, three women in the finals did reverse two and a half on one meter, which I think is just awesome to see how that, that is uh, progressing women's diving uh, Maha actually had two amazing reverse two and a half. If you remember correctly, remember she, she back hurdled and then still smoked the dive. Yeah. Um, you know, so I just think it was really, really fun to watch. Like you said, Delaney qualified first. She still didn't do, let me bring her list up real quick. She didn't do any dive for under sevens. So, I mean, like you said, she dove extremely well. It was just those five, those four ladies ahead of her were just really on fire um so i think that was really really nice to see and i could be wrong i think aranza had an insane yeah 73.5 point reverse two and a half tuck at the end to end the meet um which is just wild 73 points i think that was the highest scoring dive of the meet um yeah 68 69 from mia so just just a pretty wild one meter from the women it was really fun to watch them kind of throw down um we will kind of transition here to women's three meter where Sarah came back the next night and um, I don't necessarily know if it was a runaway, but she she was in first from the jump, I think, if I'm not mistaken, and kind of just just kept doing her thing. Uh, so Sarah Bacon in first place with a 409.25. Uh, Kristen Hayden in second with a 397.2. Taryn Gillen in third with a 382 even. Delaney Schnell in fourth with a 376.20. Mia, again, there from Miami, 376.2. Oh, I just realized they tied. Mia and Delaney tied for fourth place at Nationals. Huh. So that's pretty yeah. wild. Just noticed that. Uh, Paulo Pineda from Texas with a 359.5. Carolina Scoldy from Stanford with a 344 even. And Haley Hernandez there in eighth place with a 339.7. Um, you know, so what were your takeaways from
0: this one, Aaron? Yeah, I mean, Sarah was phenomenal she was so fun to watch um in my head it was her contest to lose and and she just she was so steady so good the whole way through um the one thing I do want to mention Haley Hernandez actually for once looked human um I've never seen her honestly in a big contest miss a dive and, and she missed a couple in this one it's not that it was a good thing to see, but I'm just so used to seeing her rip everything for eight And, a and um, she just had a couple of missteps in there on her front three and a half, on her reverse two and a half, on her full out. Like they just weren't the the Haley Hernandez rips that I'm used to seeing. Um, so, you know, I feel for her a little bit there, but uh, overall, it was an awesome contest. Like I said, Sarah Bacon just just so steady, so good out front the whole way and, and never looked back. She, she looked phenomenal the entire way.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and they mentioned it on the broadcast a couple of times that she got COVID for the second time and, and it, her coach maybe didn't think she was back to a hundred percent yet. I think one of the things that I really, really liked to see was um, we finally got that showdown kind of between Sarah and Kristen, where we didn't get that at the big 10 championships, um, but, you know, only a 12 point difference. And then there was another additional uh, 15 points to third place. So 27 points separated Sarah from third place, 12 separated her from second. So um, I'm really, really excited to see what goes on the next two years with Sarah in her quest to get to Paris and get that Olympic berth like she deserves. Um, and I'm just excited to see this because I think we're going to see a lot of these names kind of stick around for a little bit and see it kind of continue forward. So now going to Tower, which I don't think this was a humongous upset. I think from maybe a general um, fan, this might have been an upset. But so in first place was actually Taryn Gillen, who has been on fire on Tower ever since the Big Ten Championships and probably even during the dual meet season with a 372.95. And let's remember, they only did five dives, not six. Um, In second, Delaney Schnell with a 345.10. Jordan Skilkin from Texas, 315.45. Janie Boyle from Texas, 290.90. Maggie Merriman from Purdue, 286.20. Nika from USC with a 278.35. Abigail Napton from Rutgers with a 272.35. And Paulo again, from Texas with a 267.05. Um, so I don't know if you got a chance to watch this one, Aaron, but what would
0: you think? Yeah, I did not get a chance to watch this one. This must have been that rain night that we were at the pool extra long. I'm not really sure. Um, But for me, going into it, I thought this was going to be a Delaney Schnell victory. And so when we got back to the pool, we were talking to the guys the next day. Obviously, we had heard and seen that Taryn had won. And there were a couple of dives that Taryn did that were absolutely crazy. If you want to pull up Taryn's list for a second here, um, she did a 86 point inward three and a half that was unbelievable and then backed that up uh with the last dive of the night a back two and a, half, one and a half for, is that 80 i, I you oh, move your cursor yes, right. a little bit there you yep. go so she finished her meet with 86 and 80 so left no doubt and kind of just put a stamp on the championship and it's not like delaney schnell dove bad looks like maybe missed one dive her back three and a half for 49 everything else was over 70 so really must have been a great contest i wish i could have watched this one i'm sure i'll be able to watch it back at some point here
1: yeah i i would agree with you i haven't had a chance to completely re-watch this but i think you know they talked about it a lot on the broadcast just being able to uh for taryn she was injured and that's why she didn't compete tower at olympic trials so i think even her she might be a little bit um saying don't forget about me here on tower for the next two years and training up there with drew. Um, other things, Nika making the final from USC she's been awesome and I'm happy we're getting her name correct now on, uh, she was at Olympic trials. She's, you know, just, just awesome to see some of these different schools. Again, you have a Purdue diver on tower. I feel like that's just that. Yep. That's par for the course. Um, but three Texas women on tower, I think that's awesome for their program. They had Haley and Paolo on three meter Haley on one meter, and then to have three women on the tower final in the top eight, lots of team points there. Um, I know Virginia ended up sneaking out with, uh, with the national championship, and I don't think it was sneaking out. I think they, they did very, very well and, and kind of were clearly the national champions on the women's side. But um, just really, really a fun weekend of diving. And I think that's that's my big takeaway. I love how Division One splits it, men and women. Um, Cause then we get two great weekends to watch diving and just kind of recap it for our fans and the people that are listening. Um, and just it's on ESPN's app, which like, if you don't have it, pay the $12 to get Hulu Disney plus and ESPN plus you can watch it. You can go back and watch it. Like I've been rewatching it and screen recording it and trying to learn from it and break it down. But um, just awesome that you kind of can go to a big sports broadcaster and see diving. So I think that yeah. is just incredible. Um, any final thoughts from the women's national championship,
0: Aaron? No, I thoroughly enjoyed watching the one and three meter. Uh, I'm even more jazzed up and excited for um, the the road to Paris 2024 for these ladies, and just to see how people shake out and how they continue to progress. Uh, you mentioned Nika. I think she's someone to watch these next couple of years. I know she's young, but she is extremely talented on tower. And and as her training progresses and as, you know, that whole contest, it, it, to me, it's just going to get closer and closer and better and better for our Olympic trials. And, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see, you know, the Sarah Bacon storyline. And, um, yeah, just just a whole bunch of fun stuff coming up for – for diving. And it'll be nice to have a little bit of a break here for sure. And I'm sure the athletes will agree. Those, those championships are a grind and they're pretty long and prelims is, is a really, really long day. Um, but once you get through, then the, then the flow is a whole lot better once you make finals and consoles and things like that. So a little bit of a break in the diving world coming up. Um, but eyes to the future for some greatness.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, just kind of before we wrap up here, just please remember, uh, follow us at the diving pod on Instagram. If you have questions, emails, anything, uh, suggestions for guests, we've been getting some suggestions lately, which is awesome to see. Um we're going to do our best to keep plugging away and bringing you guys some big guests to listen to and pick their brains. Um, we are coming up on our one year anniversary of starting this, which is pretty wild. Um, so maybe I'll kind of put a challenge out there to our listeners. Um, we are bouncing around a pretty neat idea to try to do, uh, maybe like an open forum and then have people be able to, we can let you in the chat, ask your question, and then you can leave the chat and almost have a listener questions episode. That's live, um, that would then get published the next day. So let us know what you think of that idea. This is episode 47, so really 5 more and then we are at 1 year which is kind of wild and uh we'll kind of share our thoughts as we get closer to that 1 year mark.
0: Yeah, and we'll be doing some t-shirts and hoodie giveaways, that kind of thing. We'll keep you posted on how all of those progress, but uh yeah, pretty wild, pretty cool that we've been up we're approaching 1 year on this and, you know, weekly podcast has been a commitment, <laughs> but it's it's something that we both love to do and it's it's been really fun.
1: Yeah, I think uh, just to give you guys a little insight, there are weeks where we're like, oh no, we haven't had anybody get back to us about interviewing them. And it's like, all right, what are we going to talk about? And luckily, there always seems to be some kind of news within the diving community or something we can jump on and talk about. So we're going to keep plugging away on these guests. So, like I said, follow us, email us if you have questions, visit Cowing Robards. It's in the link tree. Enter the dive, enter the code DivePod to get your shipping paid for by Aaron.